0: welcome to let's break the silence with angeline podcast so i was a special guest on the pink panther podcast so this is a two-part episode so without further ado here is part one This is
1: exciting new
0: podcast
1: that's here for you we are all about stories new developments and learning about individuals. Our hope is that you will join us every week to hear about our distinguished guests. We hope to inspire you, bring you laughter and make you reflect. Our guests come from all walks of life and primarily they wanna share their stories. Not sure about you, but I love a good story. So Club 10M Plus have devoted their time to creating these podcasts to sharing great ideas and stories and much more. So tune in every week to make sure that you don't miss out. It could be you next week. Want to know more? We want to hear your stories, so sign up and be our next guest. Hi,
2: Angelina. I want to welcome you to your Pitch the Panther this afternoon for me and morning for you. Listen, I'm really excited to hear your story. So I'm not gonna say anymore. Yours comes from a place of emotion that a lot of women don't actually recognize. And I think this is really, really important that we talk about this a little bit today. But like all good guests, Angelina is gonna come on again and talk about her story in the second part. So this is a two-part episode and I can't wait. So, without further ado,
0: Angeline, I'm handing over to you. Thank you, Krista, and it is an honor and pleasure to be on your show. I am so elated, and thank you for reaching out to me. So, let me just share my story. I had this dream and vision, so listen to this. I was born and raised in Minnesota. So at the age of 13, my mom had family in New York City. So i took a trip to new york city flew to new york because i wanted to meet my uncles i wanted to just get the vibe of new york city and at age 13 i had a dream and vision of moving to new york so with that being said i made that happen in the middle of a snowstorm it was when i was 21 and i dropped out of college i said i'm just gonna fly to new york i said i want to make a name for myself in new york and i want to be someone who's going to be the love of my life. So that actually happened, OK? So in 1988, I met this high-powered businessman who I thought was going to be the love of my life. And we got married. You know, we went out and wine and dine Be He had a business in New York City. So let's make a long story short, I worked in this business and we generated six-figure income. Then we got married at the Justice of the Peace. In 1989 in the summertime so people thought that we were living this lavish lifestyle we were going out to eat we were whining and dining at clients
2: so where it's, did you go where did you go well this is nice as well whereabouts did you go different places in New
0: York yeah midtown Manhattan we went to uh, Placido Domingo who was an opera singer he owned his own restaurant on 2nd Avenue. Okay. So we would go to lunch there, dinner there. We would go to off-off Broadway theater. We would go to Broadway shows, radio shows. living a really, really affluent life, huh? Exactly, exactly. We were living the affluent life. But something happened. Fast forward to December of 1999. We had bought a house in upstate New York. Not where I live now, but downstate two hours north of New York City because we wanted to expand our market and everything. So I noticed that his behavior was not normal. And I was lying in bed in December. It was a cold night and I was crying. He was belittling me, verbally abusing me. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a time out, go into the other room and maybe I can fall asleep. This was at 11 p.m. at night. I didn't make it into the other room. He came from behind me. I got up, I started to walk, and then he came from behind me, grabbed me by the neck and head, and threw me against the wall. I fell backwards. I was bleeding. I had a broken nose. I could tell that something cracked as soon as I hit the wall. I said, I thought my life was going to be over.
2: But were any words exchanged at this point, or was it just that that emotional hit? And you were just like, what has just happened? And, and what has artic- just happened to me? Could you articulate what had
0: happened to you? Or were you so dazed? You know, I was dazed, but I was also frightened. I thought I was going to die that night. I thought that that was the end of my life.
2: But this is somebody that has never done this to date to you, had right. always looked after you, cared for you, made sure that you were comfortable, and everything that your every whim on this that you wanted to do you did and you had the time together and was this something that just came out of the ordinary as you said his behavior had changed I mean
0: where do you know why it changed or how that how it got to that I know I think I recall why it changed because I think business was down and he was very very upset about money okay and he Probably was under the impression that I didn't care, but I did care. I just had a different outlook than him. But what happened was that something happened in his early childhood that one of his family members told me, and that was that as a child he was struck, that his mom threw a shoe at him.
2: Wow.
0: So I guess that was a trigger. Come to find out later that it was a trigger. So He decided to take me to the emergency room, which is not unusual. Okay,
2: because this is part of the type of behavior that we
0: we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So he took me to the emergency room. I was under IV. I was in the ER all night up until 5 a.m. And then the nose surgeon came out. The surgeon came out and said, you will need reconstructive nose surgery. So I was admitted to the hospital three days later. Meanwhile, I was all bandaged up. I was still black and blue. And I was so ashamed of myself. I was like, wow. I said, my whole life just changed in one night. Just that whole turn of events. How could this happen to me? How could this happen to me? So three days later, went into surgery. I had to stay overnight because they gave me too much morphine, Demerol. So to ease the pain, so they all deed on that. So I ended up staying overnight, which I thought was a, in retrospect. When I look back on it, that was a blessing because I had time to myself. Yeah, I had time to myself, but the next day he came, picked me up. I was discharged. And then there was the period of eight years where things were okay, but I didn't feel that way. I wanted, there was just some business had improved, but then 9-11 happened so business fell 90% that year so this was an up and down cycle and I wanted to be that devoted wife okay and but finally what happened was in 2008 the stock market crashed and we lost he felt over that. He felt that I felt that I was like oh my god now we lost a lot of money we lost over a hundred thousand dollars in the stock market, so his behavior started to change. And then I said to myself, you know what? Instead of staying home, I'm not gonna, you know, live my life staying home with them twenty four seven and hearing them complain and, you know, be more abusive and blame me. So I went out to work in corporate America to make a name for myself. Yay! Okay, well done. You, you had me. that
2: that determination that you know that drive that pushes you forward. That sort of says, well, what am I gonna do? I don't want to have the, a repeat scenario of something I experienced what 10 years before because that's what happened because of the influence or the external influences, nothing that you could control. So, right. you did something constructive about that, and that is brilliant. Absolutely. And so, so, you went to corporate America, you're you working, and
0: you tell me the rest, yes. So working in corporate America, and he wasn't happy about that. He became more jealous and resentful. And then he really started to put me down. He wrote letters behind my back. He complained behind my back, humiliated me in public when we were at a family event. So finally, I drew a line in the sand. In May of 2010, I woke up one morning and I decided I'm going to file for divorce. So yeah. I drove down to the attorney's office and wrote out a check for $5,000 that I didn't have. But I wrote out the check anyways. That's I had a my, Yeah. So, which was brave of me to do because that took a lot of courage because I knew that I deserved to live a better life. I didn't want to live like this anymore. I felt trapped that it was, it was like a volcano.
2: Wow. At that yeah. volcano, we're going to end this episode so part two you'll have to tune in to find out all about the volcano what happened post volcano because here you are looking amazing so your story hasn't finished and we're going to continue it next time round and I want to thank you for joining me today and part two will be coming very soon And take care for now everyone that's watching and uh, we will take two
1: Hello everyone, this is Club 10M Plus's exciting new podcast that's here for you. We are all about stories, new developments and learning about individuals. Our hope is that you will join us every week to hear about our distinguished guests. We hope to inspire you, bring you laughter and make you reflect.
0: Our guest And that is the conclusion of part one of this incredible episode. So please stay tuned for part two, which will be coming in a few weeks. So take care everyone and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. Let's break the silence with Angeline on anchor FM, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all the live streams. Please connect with me on Facebook you can go to the link in my bio, let's break the dot com. Have a great day everyone and have an amazing brand new week.